y'all. Katie here with Team Evo AZ at EXP Realty. Thank you so much for listening to our show. We are super excited for this season. As you know, we are based in the Phoenix, Arizona area. But what you may not have known is that we're growing our team nationwide and we have already started. So if you know of anybody that is looking to buy or sell throughout the country, no matter what state it's in, please contact us. We'd be happy to help. We'd be happy to offer advice. And if you know of anybody that is either getting into the real estate industry or is looking for an awesome change in their career and in their lives, we are also hiring real estate agents across the country. Thanks again and enjoy the show. Hey, everybody, it's Katie and Matt. <laughs> and we are back again with season two, episode three of Real, R-E-A-L, with Matt and Katie. And today we have the amazing, fantastical, beautiful new build ninja, Jen Duncan, or JD. Yeah, JD is probably more like it. <laughs> yeah, I only know her by JD. <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. <laughs> right. So welcome, JD. Um, we call you the yeah. new build ninja for a really good reason, don't we? Yes. <laughs> Tell our audience just a little bit about why we do that. Um, so since ever since we built our house, actually, um, I took an extra interest in new builds, and there's actually a lot more to it than most people think. Um, and over time, you know, people saw that you know we built the house, and they wanted to do the same. So over the last three almost four years now I've worked with just about all the builders like yeah. maybe 95% of them so I've gotten to know how they work like you know some of their quirks how you just just everything so it's been really helpful because there's so much variation in all the new builds there truly is and it's really important to like you said understand what their quirks are understand um, how they do things, understand what maybe some of the pitfalls are in working yeah. with that particular builder versus another one, their different products, how they yeah. vary, um, you know, much. right, their efficiency, um, you know, things like that. So there, there really is a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when it comes to setting expectations with your clients and um, every builder kind of marches at their own beat. So mm -hmm. yeah, totally true talk for hours about it and people will just have to tell me to shut up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she's definitely passionate. That's for sure. So mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about, um, since you've been really, you know, intensely um, dealing with new builds over the last couple of years, how have things changed? Because, you know, we're watching trends and things like that. How have things changed in the new build world over the last couple of years? And specifically when the whole COVID thing hit our atmosphere and everything went um, crazy. So, like, how, are, how is it changing? So, like, in the last few years, a lot of people wanted to build because you could move out a little bit further and get more for your money and stuff like that. And I think in the last few years, more people were working from home, too. Because mm -hmm. there's been a lot of people moving here that have like tech jobs or whatever that they can do from home. So living out a little bit further isn't so bad. But in the last few months, I mean, everyone wants a bigger house. Like mm -hmm. if you've been home with everyone, you're just a little snug. Um, so a lot of, and there's not much inventory as far as resales go right now. So more people are going towards new bills and they don't have to drive to work anymore. So you know, saving gas, moving out, and just, uh, it's been sprawling more. 
Right. And, and that's what we've been noticing as well. And it's really interesting. Um, so in terms of, again, the builders really have the inventory right now because we're very, very low. I mean, at our last meeting last week, what, what were there like 7,200 homes on the market? Yeah. Now this is last week. Yeah. In Maricopa. Yeah. Right. So, mm -hmm. so things have, have probably changed and probably even gone down to be honest, because, you know, mm -hmm. I've been watching those trends too. Um, but how have things been going with the the new builds in terms of new communities opening, um, you know, are, are there a lot of communities right now? So many. So like I was driving through a uh, Queen Creek the other day and they were just like left and right, like boom, new neighborhood harvest like this one, that one. Um, and they're just starting up. So that's a good opportunity to get in and build some equity before the community is done. That's one of the things that benefited us with three years ago as we got in, in the beginning and by the time they were done selling our model it was up 50 grand already nice. so but there are so many communities and there's so many like shopping centers popping up freeways getting extended so it's not so far anymore you know to go further out but there's yeah. even a lot in town too like have you seen a lot of the communities popping up like in chandler gilbert and those areas too mm -hmm. Yeah, a hundred percent. You were going to say something. No, I was just, you know, real estate's always had, you know, the, the three words that they say when you're looking for real estate, what are the most important things? Location, location, location. location. Right? And like, I think the, 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 the idea behind that has drastically changed, especially with COVID happening because you, once again, location was all about your life outside of your home. But now I think everyone's kind of cleansed themselves from that at social life and they're realizing, you know, it's important, but not as important as we thought it was And our home, our shelter, um, is, is more important. So now that, that whole location, location, location has really changed. And now we're seeing these outlying areas have a huge allure, have, have yeah. a lot of positive attributes. And lots wide. of big, like master plan communities, lots of builders. Um, the one we were talking about one builder their their sales were up like 94% like and that's within a month before. yeah yeah isn't that crazy yeah wow so, lots of new neighbors <laughs> are you what? seeing uh are you seeing um um as far as like the um the auctions go or the lotteries lotteries yeah. lotteries yeah you seeing the lotteries at all yeah. some builders are doing lotteries they sometimes they don't want to call it that they call it picking out of a hat um but no. so some builders you have to we have to ask them up front but um some of them do a waiting list. So like they'll put you on the list and call you when the lots are open. Um, but some will also do lotteries where like they'll pick out of a hat and then you got to come and bring your earnest money. But some of them make you show up too. So there was one last year where clients were out of town. They were from out of town. And I think it was on my birthday. They were like, can you go and stand in line for us? I'm like, yeah, duh. Of course I will. <laughs> And then we got them. That's how good she is on her birthday. Yeah. <laughs> stands in line. That's why she's the ninja. That's I right. Mean, it's nice to get out, you know. But yeah, so some of them do that. Like you have to show up, you know, like Black Friday. So it just depends on the builder. <laughs> and, and many, it's really the new communities that are doing this, right? The, 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 brand, the brand new ones, like the ones that are just breaking ground, the lotteries? No, it's really, I mean, yeah, so like in East Marcos, they're doing it. Oh, um, kidding. Wow. Yeah. So you got to be on top of your game and make sure that you get your ducks in a row. 
um, and know what you're getting into too. Cause it can be nerve wracking to make a spur of the moment decision, you know, like, oh my God, I need this lot or whatever. I want to secure it. But then you don't know anything about the rest of the process and that's where yeah. you might get stressed out. So it's a good idea to kind of gather it all and go over it together beforehand. Yeah. So you're not making emotional decisions. Yeah. yeah. So I'd hate for someone to get to the design center and like, oh crap, I can't afford what I want, you know? Right. Right. So it's important to be knowledgeable up front. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And you know, I can totally see why people wouldn't, especially if now they're working from home and it, then they're working from home for the foreseeable future. I mean, it used to be that you know, a couple of years ago, people wanted low maintenance, um, you know, going for smaller properties, barely any backyards, things like that. Now you find yourself sheltering in place for six weeks with your hubby with no backyard and a two bedroom. Ouch. Right? Yeah. yeah. That would be tougher with kids too. Cause like, um, you know, I've had a couple of friends say this like they have the homes you know with the garage in the back and the little side yard which is totally fine but with the pool being closed they're like oh man i can't even fit a blow-up pool in my backyard you know um the pool builders are had a huge boom because people were like well we can't go to the pool so we want our own pool you know mm -hmm. well, well and the other thing that that's really been coming out too is like everyone's um new attraction or reinvigorated attraction to nature so like they yes. even said like all the trails uh, how people are just wanting to go to the outskirts to go hiking so now i think yeah. a lot of them think, why let's just live by the mountains let's live on the outskirts because mm -hmm. this is what we do with our free time it's healthy yeah. so it's like 15 minutes to get to like uh from our house to like um like coons bluff and all those places yeah. you know what is that area called like yeah, like down by the river, the Salt River yeah. and all the, yeah. yep. That's super close. Um, superstitions are close, which is nice. So you can go boating or like out in the lakes. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> COVID had an effect on the Lamberts this week, as you know. <laughs> so we, we taken a page out of Matt's book and what he just said, we, we got a boat. And I don't know if we would have gotten a boat prior to having to spend, you know, 90 days together day well, in and day just, out. Yeah. You're just looking for activities that are healthy, looking for activities that get you outside that, you know, I mean, this, this new social distancing, I think it's going to kind of be the new norm for the next few years. So I think everyone's looking to that. You know, we live in Ahwatukee right by the trails mm -hmm. and I, seeing it firsthand, there's a hundred percent increase oh, big time. on people that are hiking in these areas, biking it's in these areas, the time that they show up. Mm -hmm. It's so, but it's good. I think, I think humanity needs it. So. Yeah, there's obviously a lot of great, great things that came out of it. I mean, specifically for us, we got, we got closer, to be honest. I yeah. mean, because there's less hustle and bustle and more lots of staring at each other time. <laughs> what do you want to do? <laughs> we are thankful for our backyard, that's for sure. So I can understand that, you know, individuals that are maybe that had downsized or maybe went after the lower maintenance, less, less property type thing. I can understand how they're maybe going a little bit stir crazy right now. And, and I know that we have a couple of clients in particular that oh, yeah. it was that very thing. And that's why they're in yeah. your car looking at new builds. Oh yeah, for sure. Like downsized and it's like, I don't want the pool, you know, there's a community pool, but now they're like, Oh, it's a little snug. You know, we need some extra space and uh, want a pool again. So everyone wants a pool. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, cool. and it's, I mean, you can tell just being out on the freeways during rush hour, what's, what's going on. I mean, there's barely any traffic out there as mm-hmm. compared to what it used to be. There okay. used to be so much traffic, as you know, like the 101, for instance, south on the 101 during rush hour, uh, you know, crazy, like in the PM, I mean, like in the afternoon. Yeah. Totally crazy. Bumper to bumper. I'm not getting back to Awatuki for hours, right? Yesterday, I was coming, I was coming home during that time and it was unbelievable. I made it to Awatuki in a half an hour from North Scottsdale. Dang. No golf yeah. balls this time? No golf balls this time. Although it was the same route that I took when I got the golf ball. So I was all gun shy. I was like, <laughs> like phantom golf. That's so crazy. Um, no, it was, it was scary. <laughs> but yeah, new builds are thriving right now for sure. Um, we've got a lot of people wanting to look at new builds. And a lot of people want like extra space for their parents. So that's like a huge request. Yeah. Um, which will pay off in the long run as the baby boomers grow, you know, grow older too. So well, and investment wise, it's a good option. Right. Yeah. And that goes right along with what we were saying about, you know, I mean, how COVID's affected things. You look at what social distancing applies and it's, it's about it. household. So, you know, I mean, if you now have the people most important in your life, like your mother, your father and stuff like that, living within your household, those social distancings don't apply to them. Yeah. You'd have to be a little bit more cautious if you're out working around, but in the same sense, it's, it's, I think a lot of people are adding a lot of value to that. I wonder if people don't want their, uh, older family members in nursing homes too. Yeah. Huge. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's. That's, there's a, I think a lot, lot happening and changing with this and, and you said it. So, well, and what do you think some of the biggest driving factors that you see with your clients that are looking for new builds to make them say, Hey, you know, we're really considering a new build versus, you know, a resale. A lot of the, a good amount of houses that are resales right now are coming up on major updates. Yeah. Unless they're older. Right. So like, you know, you got 20, 25 year old roofs. That's a big expense old AC units that can't be charged anymore with the old Freon. Um, There's a lot of big ticket stuff where like, if you can just go like 20 minutes the other way, like you can get brand new and not have to worry about it, you know, and pick your stuff, which is kind of nice. That's a huge point. And do you, have you noticed anybody being concerned about, um, germs and bacteria and wanting to have that new build property because nobody else yeah. lived there before yeah for sure like people with young kids or like immune compromised or whatever they call that um mm-hmm. yeah for sure well and for them they're probably going to have a more efficient new build so they're probably mm-hmm. going to be able to keep things out of their home that you know kind of flies around in the air um That's- but for the resale um, homes, I know that we have developed an, a relationship with this oh, super yeah. company that yeah. does this disinfectant fog. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I can understand that people are like, hey, I want new because nobody else lived there before. But on, on the resale side, there are some products and things coming onto the market that really help with that. And you can fog your whole house. Your, That's so your cool. Piece. Yeah, everything. I almost want to do that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there's also, um, AC Valley has uh, some some system that they can attach to your oh, AC yeah. unit. Have you heard about that? 
Yeah, something that it doesn't filter the air or something. It yeah. Well, like infrared, there's like a lot of new infrared technology that they're doing because they know that that's what kills these viruses and stuff. And I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, there's a lot of really cool stuff. You know, but I think you kind of said it. Everyone has their own little wants and needs and, and different desires. And it just seems like now new builds are, are really fitting that, you know, I mean, that checkbox for a lot of people. Well, they're, they're also holding the inventory. Yeah. You know, and it's, and yeah, there's lotteries, but once you get the lottery, it's not like you're fighting in a multiple offer situation. You got a zillion other buyers for that one house. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's true. JD, like, what about like, cause I always know that like, especially up in the area that you're, you know, you do a lot, you live in East Mark, but in the East mm -hmm. uh, Queen Creek area, East Valley areas, you know, it was always about access and like roadways in and traffic. Tell me mm -hmm. about like what you've seen you know, happening in that section of things. So excited. Like, so, you know, I don't know, if, when you come out this way, there's the 202 and it has that little dog tail freeway called the 24. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That one, it, you, it dumps you off on Ellsworth now, but it's going to cut through to Ironwood. Whoa. Okay. Where people in Santan, like, were a slave to Ironwood or Ellsworth, right? Well, it was like now, a bottleneck, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, it's pretty bad. I mean, people wouldn't move out that way because of the traffic. Mm -hmm. um, but now that that freeway is supposed to start ne early next year or something oh, like wow, that. Wow, okay. Um, cool. but, so it'll connect, but then all the other roads will connect too, like Signal Butte, uh, Chrisman to Queen Creek. So like for us, you know, it'll take us like 10 minutes to get down to the Queen Creek shopping, whereas sometimes with Ellsworth, it's like 20. So. Mm -hmm that's going to help the people that move out there because they have multiple ways to yeah when they have to start commuting again it'll be a lot yeah. if and, yeah. and the other side of it too <laughs> a lot of people you know, I mean a lot of people when they're moving to areas they mm -hmm. base it around airport access right. and everyone looks oh, at yeah. you know, guy harbor being oh you got to be close to the proximity but they always feel forget about williams gateway yeah which yeah. is right there and there if you read any news on them they're always talking about expanding especially with this whole kind yeah. of uh, rebuilding of the airlines after COVID, I do believe that they're going to say, hey, let's let's limit some of our volume being here at Sky Harbor, push it off to, to Williams, and I think yeah. that's huge for these Valley. They, they said previously that it would it would be growing for sure, like more carriers and stuff out of there. So that would be good. I mean, we don't get the direct flyover that bad, but um, but for convenience sake, to fly out of there would be so much better than driving to Sky Harbor, even yeah. though there's no traffic right now, so it's not that bad, but still. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely convenient. And I mean, from Ahwatukee, and I know the 202 has been there for a little while, but since the traffic is being handled over in your area, I can get to your house in like 25 minutes from Ahwatukee. Yeah, it's not bad. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's not far at all. So, it's, so my, I guess my last question to you, and maybe more will come up, I don't know, but um, are the builders, has there been an impact on what they're offering for incentives? Um, or, you know, what, what's going on there and how has that changed since COVID hit? Um, they still have their incentives. Like if you use their lender, you get a certain amount in closing costs. And some of them have better amounts than others. Um, I've only come across one that gives you money towards the design center now. Mm -hmm. So, like when we built this house, they gave us like almost eighteen thousand for options, which was awesome. Wow. But 
this house also didn't come with anything standard. So it kind of balanced out. But I think almost all of them do at least some kind of incentive if you use their lender. Now, I would always compare, like, you know, we, we love Ryan. Um, you got to look at the fees and the interest rates and stuff like that, too. Because it might and not Ryan, even be worth it to take their Right. Incentive. And Ryan's with Waterstone Mortgage. He's a, a non-builder affiliated lender. <laughs> Yeah. but somebody that we love very much. So just to give a little bit of background on there, but you're exactly right. And I know that you have a process in which to do that little spreadsheet or whatever it is to make it easy for your, your buyers to be able to make that decision with the numbers right in front of them. Yeah, for sure. So um, what else, what else you got for new what build? Do you think right now, if like someone's, you know, I mean, obviously uh, if you're not jumping into this, you don't really know what time frames are as far as how long does it take a home to be built. But if someone was kicking it around and thinking, "Hey, I want to, I want to explore this option," what, what do you think the time frames are for you know moving into your house? Usually, so you can't guarantee because there might be delays. But okay. a broad range would be six to ten months. Okay. Typical is like seven to nine okay. months from when you sign the contract. Um, most builders, they do actually have like up to two years to build the home, but obviously they want to get paid. So yeah. they're, they're going to try to go faster, but yeah, generally like seven to nine months, depending on the builder. Interesting. And so um, how have contingencies changed with the builders? So, you know, if I have a house to sell, I'm thinking about how am I going to time that? Cause I know my house is going to sell really, really quickly, most likely in this current market, but then I've got a six to 10 month build. So how do you typically work that with your clients? And, and, and some builders won't allow that, right? No, some of them flat out said no. Um, one recently said yes, but the earnest money would be non-refundable, but they mm -hmm. just changed that to no. Yeah. So thankfully they can qualify for both houses and either wait to sell or sell and then rent something for a little bit. Um, it's harder if you have a contingency, so you kind of have to beg. <laughs> right. Um, well, JD knows how to talk to these people. So, <laughs> yeah, but I know we have options to get even find like an investor offer or something that would allow a rent back. So there's a lot of different options to explore based on what the client needs, you know? The more flexible you can be, the better. And I know a lot of people don't like to move twice, but it's worth it in the end, you know, to get what you want. And, and, and are you noticing, do, they, do, the, do the buyers have to choose all of their upgrades right off the bat? Or are they allowed to ultimately say, hey, you know, we're really considering moving in, but we're really not sure about the economic times. We'd rather start off on like a base model home. But hey, in the next few months, if we get more confidence, if our, we feel like there's going to be new income, can we up our upgrades? Can we choose some of the things that we might not originally said, like upgraded cabinets or granite or such? You know, if that were an option, we would have changed a few things on our house, to be honest, once I started learning more. Um, no, you, so usually you're going to have to pick either up front or within the first few weeks. Okay. So there's different kinds of builders. There's ones that will build just a house that has everything they pick, like a, they call it a spec home. There's one builder that builds all spec homes. So what you see is what you get. 
and they don't vary at all between the houses. So everyone gets dark cabinets, certain granite, certain floors. So it's kind of like an apartment, you know, yeah. but usually right. they're more budget based because, you know, they, they can offer decent upgrades for less money. There's other ones where you choose right in the sales office. Like they'll have like a package be like, all right, you want these cabinets and these counters, then you can pick your floors and that's it. And then usually they offer like decent standards, mm -hmm. but then there's others where you do get to go to the design center and pick everything. So that's where it can be a little overwhelming sometimes when thinking about budget. So it's a good thing to look at the base price of the houses too. So, I mean, I know how they all work. Like I, I know most, most of their processes. So if someone tells me they want a new building and be at this price all in, I could be like, okay, well, this one, you're only 10 grand less. So you're going to be way over once you add stuff. Right. right. But mm -hmm. some of them are like the package deals and stuff. So it, That's good to know. like I said, so many variables. Um, even some, when you go to the design center, they sell stuff in packages. So versus picking everything separate. So gotcha. it's, it's all different. There's like no one just... size fits all. And I think you just highlighted like this, the, the real importance of having a realtor represent you in a new build. I think a lot of people, potential buyers and such feel like, oh, I don't need a realtor representative. I can just go right into the office. And they're just getting in the way, which is not the truth because the seller's agent at the offices are representing the seller. They're not representing yeah. the buyer. They're not helping them navigate and make these, you know, crucial decisions beforehand. They're all kind of biased mm -hmm. towards what the seller wants and what you just said just says and adds so much value to anyone that is, you know, entering these waters saying, how can I get the best deal and make sure that I don't make mistakes? Yeah. Right. And go ahead. I was going to say, you don't pay commissions anyway, the builder does. So yeah. it's kind right. of free to work with us, but the advice is like, you know, priceless. It's priceless. It is. And, and Matt doesn't mean any old Joe Schmo agent, you know, yeah. it, somebody that actually sign in and bolt. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, how many times have we run across that? You know, how many times have we sat at the listing table with past clients and they purchased a new build and they were like, oh yeah, we know how real estate agents do new builds. Well, I'm sorry, but that's not, I'm yeah. sorry you had that experience. Yeah. That's not the way it's supposed to be. I actually get offended when people say that because it yeah. gives us a bad, like the ones it who really put does. in extra work. It's actually more work sometimes to work a new build than a resale actually it depends obviously there's so many variables but yeah. like it's a long process and there's a lot of steps there are a ton of steps and there's a ton that i know you hold your clients hands on when oh, doing yeah. and i know that we've had clients that have built before like we'll call it before j bj mm -hmm. <laughs> before jen before jd um yeah. and then have built with jd after and they were like, oh my gosh, this is it. We thought we knew what we were doing because yeah. we did it before, but we really didn't know what we were doing. Well, what, having, oh, go ahead, Jen. Oh, sorry. I was going to say like, what's kind of nice. Well, I mean, I guess it's nice for the clients is we don't get paid any extra based on what they upgrade. Right. So, yeah. You know, like I'm, I have no incentive to like tell someone to upgrade everything in the house. Yeah. But I'll definitely go over with them smart upgrades because you want the house to appraise um, and you want to be able to sell it later and not lose money. You know, there's people in my in my section that spent way more than we did. And when they went to refinance later, they couldn't get the value they wanted. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I I think (laughs) you kind of just said it too with Jen on how like anyone, you know, you can have a realtor that passed the test and is out there to represent you, but you want a realtor that has specific knowledge of what you're trying to achieve. And that's one of the great things that our team has is that we have everyone kind of wears a hat that their specialty is. When it comes to new builds, we have the new build ninja here who knows all, all the products, everything that's going on, the ins and outs of things to be aware of. Then, you know, we have the historic professionals like Kate ninja. and Alan, Ninja that, that understand <laughs> this because if you're buying that type of product, it's not just a regular home. It's not. Um, and, and, and that's where experience really comes in. And I think that's mm-hmm. kind of where we're tarnished because there's a lot of realtors out there that don't know anything about new builds. They actually just think, oh, great, this is just going to be super simple. And all I have to do is just sign up and sign some papers. When it's not the truth, it's a highly intricate, um, you have to be proactive, you have to be engaging, you have to ask questions that you, you know, you wouldn't think of because the builders aren't going to tell you. They're looking out for themselves. I, uh, I've had marriages almost fall apart at the design center that I saved. <laughs> like they were fighting over doing a standard cabinet versus a white cabinet. And I'm like, well, let's break it down and look at the price difference. Like, are you okay with paying 25 bucks more a month to have a happy wife? Or like, like, let's break it down. Like, you know, like five grand is about $25 a month. Like, would you rather look at your nice pretty cabinets or look at some ugly brown ones that you might not like, you know? (laughs) Right. And that's what I I love about you because you have worked with so many new builds that you understand that balance Mm -hmm. and you can break it down for them like that. Like you understand that, well, maybe don't spring for that faucet because, you know, you can get it for like half the price or whatever, but Mm -hmm. definitely get your floors done. Yeah. What's more of a pain in the ass than redoing your floors yeah. a year or two down the road when you're like, yeah. hey, I got to raise at work and I don't need a, I don't need this shit anymore. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I want to change this or painting, things like that. So I really love that about you because you have enough knowledge and enough experience to bring that to the table for people. And I know it's made a huge difference. Yeah, for sure. And there's well, such a balance. Like some people think, oh, I'll just buy the base house and right. Like there's one in Eastmark that was like 500 grand in the estates, but they did base everything and it sat forever when they had to sell. Yeah. It's not smart. Absolutely. Well, JD, it was really nice having you on. It's always so nice to see you and I'm going to take this away from him now. Um, (laughs) And I love it. I love your knowledge, your expertise. And so I really, really appreciate, we really appreciate you being on the show today. Everybody, please, please do us a favor and like, comment, share, download, subscribe at whatever or on whatever platform is your favorite that you love listening to podcasts on. It really, really helps us out. Give us a five-star rating, please, because I think we deserve it. Don't you? I do. Yeah, we deserve a five-star rating. And what this really does is it helps us get the real news to the real people, guys. There is so much fake news out there and so... So much that just is uh, for us to be worried about and concerned about and worried about. You know what I mean? I said worried twice. So (laughs) let's get the real news to the real people, shall we? Yes. Yes. There's so much more to know. So just message me or whatever. Call me or whatever. Oh, Um, absolutely. Yeah. So how can people get in touch with you? That's a good good, uh, segue to the end. (laughs) Um, So you'll just have to find it on your own. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. So. My phone number is 480-707-7554. 
Um, on Facebook, it's just Jen Duncan. I'm sure there's a picture of me and my kid on the profile, so you'll be able to find me. <laughs> um, and email is Jennifer, I don't know who Jennifer is, Jennifer at evoaz.com. <laughs> Awesome. And then, right, I know we never call you Jennifer. We should have done JD at evoaz.com, but that's not what it is. Um, it is Jennifer. So, and you also run a fan, speaking of eSmark real quick, you run a fantastic page called the eSmark experience. Oh, there is yeah. a bunch of information. Um, I know you post on it regularly and you post upcoming things in eSmark and all sorts of things. Yes. Yeah, I hope that they get back to, I mean, obviously regular events have been affected, but they right. usually have the most awesome events, like concerts and all that stuff. So hopefully we'll get back to that soon. Someday. Yeah, East Mark's <laughs> a great neighborhood. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.